Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. What y'all doing down there? What y'all doing? What your pretty little ass doing down there? <laughs> Come on, sit on my horse. <laughs> your body, my mum's brain, and my mum's body in your brain. Yeah. Like, I'm sitting on the, on the plane like Pete's crying to quarterback. I'm not changing the floor because a donkey could slip. Oh, my God. Who are you? Hello and welcome to The Therapy Crouch with me, Abby Clancy. Uh, me, Peter Crouch. You're looking very tan, babe. Uh, yeah, well, we've been on holiday, haven't we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I really enjoyed it. Airport Ab, bizarrely, was rained right back in. You've, you've listened. You know what? And I you've was, took it on board. I was trying to make a conscious effort to, you know, not stress. I, I've been so excited for this holiday. Um, and I just didn't want to, you know, put out put out any bad vibes at all. I'll and be was, honest with you, you didn't. I know. You uh, you were really, really good. But I think it's because I was so organised. I was ready. I was packed. I, I just took over all your jobs so I didn't have to moan at you for anything. Oh, okay. So it was all good. Well, I, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. It was all good. It was good. It was, it was the airport experience was just a, it was just really nice. We managed to get our airport sausage. I sent you a picture of them, Ross. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Don't look all that. But they didn't look uh, they didn't look as appealing. The airport sausage. They tasted good though, didn't they? Yeah, you know when it's like it's like most meals I make actually they don't look as good as they taste. Mm. Yeah. They look like shite, but they taste amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but um but I, I, I don't to... know if you've noticed what I'm sporting today as well. I I'd I, I, I I'm ashamed you've actually brought that up yourself. I was just going to ignore the whole outfit. What do you mean? You can't ignore it. <laughs> you know what? What's um, funny about Pete's like Gucci outfit now? You know, obviously it costs a fortune, and I think because he's had that much stick, he doesn't go out out outdoors in it. He just he's got like the loungewear, Gucci loungewear now. <laughs> yeah, but it's chic loungewear. This is how he rolls. He's such a baller. It's chic loungewear. It's not like you know. I might show us your feet. Show us your feet. What these socks? Are they dirty at the bottom? They are filthy. Yeah. <laughs> I keep telling you not to go well, out in the garden. I haven't taken them off since I've had them. I don't want you to walk in the garden and walk through the house because that's what you're walking in the house. Listen, if I'm going to pay that for a pair of socks, I'm going to fucking get some use out of them. <laughs> I've, I've worn them every day. But listen, let's let's be honest. I look casual chic. So I saw Jack Grealish had the exact same outfit on. Did say, didn't I? But the second... so He's that's, in a pod. That's three outfits now that Pete's got the same as Jack. What did the other two? Yeah, yeah the, um, the towel and embossed Gucci shorts with the red and green satin stripe down the side, you know. Old Jack was out in that the other day. Well, I don't know who's copying who, really. <laughs> Maybe I'm trailblazing. <laughs> well, unless you're FaceTime and Jack Grealish from home. Listen, he's a, he's an incredibly stylish young man, as I said on the previous podcast, and 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 so am I. I'm, I'm an older gentleman now, but I'm yeah, still but I prefer, stylish. I I prefer you to look a bit more like, you know, Italian. Yeah, but that's what that's what I like to look like as well. But I just think, you know, like in your linen shirt, your kind of chinos, those lovely shoes. Well, that, that's my look. The sunglasses. You know I mean? Sometimes you just got to spice it up. Keep things fresh. Box fresh? Yeah, a little bit. What have you got here, babe? You made some notes this, this week. Yeah, I've got a little pad. Because mm -hmm. I broke my phone this week. Oh, well. Smashed my phone. Did you throw it at a skating board? No, I just, I was walking down the stairs on the way to the airport and dropped my phone. It smashed so the screen wouldn't work. And it's been really tricky to kind of do anything really like I for, you know totally forget that I don't know how to get anywhere that ways yeah it's, I mean it's, it's part and, and of you can, isn't it, does so. anyone know how to use a sat nav in a car because they're so hard <laughs> mm. I can't use my the sat nav in the car it, it, it comes up in like Atlanta and stuff like that when I type in a, 
destination. It's like Colorado or something. I'm like, what the hell? Mm. That's why so, you went to Dover when you came to watch the play at Stoke. <laughs> yeah. So I'll put, you know, sit on the driveway, type it into Waze, destination set, clip it on the thing, off you go. Mm. You know, places that I go to on a daily basis, I couldn't even get there without my phone. I was like, oh my God, mm. it's ridiculous how much we rely on phones and, you know, having to plan to meet people at a certain time. Mm. And then there was so much traffic, I was late. Like, what did we even do without phones? No, well, you you can't function very well. Um, but what I've realised now is, uh, this leads me nicely onto my one of the week, really, yeah. um, is that when Abby is has broken her phone or, or lost offline. her phone, um, when she's offline, um, <laughs> she's not offline because she just texts mine. And um, it's not just for like, oh, I just need to send a text and give it straight back. It's like, I'm just going to speak to Kaz for two and a half hours <laughs> <laughs> and do what I do anyway on my phone, but just with, on yours. And I, you, I just don't have one when she hasn't got one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you're not so, as phony as me. You are phony. I've noticed that on this podcast. <laughs> not phony. <laughs> Phonish then. Uh, um, well, I just, yeah, I don't use it as much as you. Definitely not. But No, because you don't speak to your friends. You don't reply to texts. You don't read emails. You don't have Instagram. <laughs> so you do don't use your shared calendar. Don't, exactly. <laughs> don't use the bloody calendar. So I actually don't even know why you don't answer the phone to me. So, why do you have a phone? I don't know. That's a valid point. For your backup. For your emergency phone. Yeah, it's, just, it's yeah. a backup phone for you. I like taking pictures. <laughs> Not that much, though. I don't really know. I quite like how on the group chat, Abby didn't mention that she was using your phone, though. So, we'd just talk quite aggressively to, to people. Well, this the is what chat. happened the other day, honestly, yeah. right? It's like all of a sudden I went really aggressive. Like, so, pizza's had a pint. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I was I talking? The best the one. She did the. Uh, it was the gardener. Um, can I just say? <laughs> this is the best one. I am so sick to death of you know people take advantage of our good nature. I think. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we were paying someone to do some maintenance, right? And they didn't do the job. And usually Abby would would, would just text them, right? But she's done it off my phone, but she's done it in my language. <laughs> so she's on what she thinks is like lad chat. So she's gone, um, all right, mate. Uh, <laughs> this hasn't been done. This hasn't been done. Um, sort it out. Uh, all right, cheers, geese. <laughs> or you're fired, geese. <laughs> Two kisses at the end. Yeah, two kisses. <laughs> when I'm always There's so many mixed signals going on. <laughs> don't ever pretend to be me. Just say, look, it's Abby on Pete's phone. No, because sometimes people don't listen to me. I think, you know, if if you throw a bit of authority in, maybe they'll do the job. But like, I'm sick of turning up to a dead garden. Yeah, I'm just gonna put it out there. So I fired him on Pete's phone. Did you? Yeah. As as me. <laughs> so when I turned up, he'd been fired. Um, I didn't actually know about it. <laughs> All right, geese. All right, geese. He's like that. <gasps> he must have thought I've been in the weather spoons at the airport. No, because I, I just think sometimes if you send the text message, they go, "Oh God, we best we best make sure everything's okay, everything's good." If you know, if Pete's texting, because yeah. he don't listen to me, because I've like mm. cried to him and everything, you know, mm. and they just don't care. You know, I've got this pad. I like putting pen to paper. And I'm, um, you know, going through some notes. And I've, I've, there's something that you've written in this pad. Oh, no. Sacrifices. Daddy made lots of sacrifices. Daddy made lots of sacrifices. Okay. That... Why did you write that? I don't know. It's obviously... <laughs> sacrifices. It's a, it's a... Daddy made lots of sacrifices. It's lo I think I wrote, even mean? I wrote a script... Um, and I must have started on that and then realised I probably can't take that. I, I did a talk in school, didn't I? Do you remember that? Are you calling yourself daddy now? <laughs> Daddy's got it here for you. <laughs> um, I wrote a, like a, a speech to the kids about like kind of making sacrifices and like to, to succeed. Go on, give us a rendition. Um, daddy made lots of sacrifices <laughs> to make it. You can't at say daddy to young children. I'm talking to my own child. I'm not talking to all the kids. So you wrote a script for your own child. I don't. I don't know because no. I wrote. I don't know why I wrote that, but I must have been giving a lesson to one of my children about making sacrifices to um, succeed. No, that's. Well, whatever else is it for? 
I don't know. Da- I said daddy. It's for, the ki- it's for the kids. Sacrifices. Daddy made lots of sacrifices. <laughs> Good lesson, I think. Great lesson. If they read that in their book, they'd go, oh, yeah, I need to make sacrifices so I can be like dad. Oh, it's so much parenting that goes under the radar in this house. <laughs> oh my God. You don't see. My God. Those sports, they really don't win themselves, do they, Pete? I'll tell you that now. You're not head to toe in Gucci for no reason. You've got to make sacrifices. <laughs> my God, who are you? The other one that I've done this week, which has really tickled me, was um, we're obviously planning Crouch Fest at the moment on the Peter Crouch pod. And uh, she's helping and, uh, you know, doing some good work. Uh, but she said, I know, I know what we should do. I said, what? She said, um, we'll just get Joshua and Fury to fight. <laughs> I said, pardon? Which <laughs> is Crouch Fest. We just get them to fight, like do three rounds or something. I said... No, because I was thinking... It's about a £150 million pound fight, that one. No, because I was thinking you, you've met... Um, I'm fighting and... Saudi Arabia or something. No, because I was thinking... It can't be done. It's like the biggest fight going Well, like, I was just trying to think of, like, the football connection, you know, and it's I know idea. Tyson had, you know, a song out for the World Cup and you, you've met Anthony Joshua quite a few times and yeah. I thought, you know, as a, like... You know, because on the Peter Crouch pod, they've done like the whole darts thing. I thought mm. we could do like a bit of a boxing competition and get like Joshua and Fury to fight. <laughs> it's like... a lovely idea. I mean, and, you know, if Eddie Hearn, if you're if you're listening, you know, if if, if you want to put it on at Crouch Fest, we we would would happily do it for a small fee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that was as ridiculous as it sounded, but there you go. Well, it's your sporting knowledge that I love. Well, that leads me on to my wine. Oh no. You making me watch sports documentaries? Nice like one. I'm sitting on the on the plane, like Pete's crying to quarterback, <laughs> like crying his eyes out. No, no, you've seen it. It's, I've seen that before. It looks really good. good. Oh, it's so boring. My she God. was bored stiff. I was like, oh my God. Like, I thought I could entice her with like kind of their lives and stuff like that because you see a bit of the home life, and I thought that might kind of entice you. But there was a lot of kind of sport, bit too much sport for you. No, it's just I just don't. S- you know, it's like rugby to me. It just makes no sense. It's just so violent. <laughs> Running around, basically playing bulldog. Yeah. You know what used to play in the schoolyard yeah, where yeah. you just barge into each other to like get the, cross the line or get the ball, whatever. Yeah. It's basically just a glamorised bulldog. <laughs> this, and then they add a little Glamorised bulldog. So, but, but, uh, quarterback, what is the actual... Soccer. It's called soccer, isn't it? No, soccer's like our football. Uh, not, um, it's called football. football. It's called football. Sorry. Yeah, they say football. Yeah. They they call it football, but it's American football. American football, but it's rugby and rounders mixed in, yeah. basically. Okay. Rugby and cricket mixed together cricket. with a bit with a bit of build. That throw things quite crickety. Okay. <laughs> no, I I don't know. I don't care. I, I don't care. But it was <laughs> the it was... dullest thing I've ever oh, seen. Well, it's, I'm not a He's huge like crying, NFL American crying his eyes out, and you know when crying. you can't cry my eyes out. You were, and you know when you can't. I crying, you can't hear about? when you've got earpods in. You yeah. can't hear the noise that you're making. So I'm just sitting next to breathing like that and. <laughs> Because you're crying to quarterback. I was so emotional. I was just, I like seeing people achieve stuff. It does, it does, it gives me a good feeling, especially in sport. The last dance was phenomenal. Yeah, that's what I thought I could entice you because you quite like Neymar as well. You quite like the Neymar documentary. Yeah, but that wasn't really about football, was it? Well, it was a lot of off field stuff. That's what I mean. It's like if it goes to sport, she loses interest. But it's hard because I want so many what I want to watch, like Match Point, the tennis one, quarterback. You know, there's so many like football documentaries I want I want to watch, and I've, my list is piling up, and I'll keep I keep I going. I really out. like the um, Sir Alex Ferguson one. Yeah, that was good. That was good. But my list is piling up, and it's like I feel like out of the loop when people are talking about it, and I'm like, oh no, I was doing fucking Kardashian, <laughs> or like you know, I was watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> you love Grey's Anatomy, Doctor McDreamy. We think you we're, can't knock it. We think we're their mates. Yeah, oh, you do. Your foreign accent was out in full force as well on this trip. Mm. Which, uh, the fact that I said it was a bit of a nick, you didn't, obviously don't give a shit. No. But listen, you know, Ross, Ross lived out in Spain, didn't he, for three years. He couldn't even say please in Spanish. That's poor favor. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that coming a mile away. I did. <laughs> 
You speak Catalan as well, don't you? <laughs> no. Oh, wow. Well. No. I thought you did. <laughs> so just Spanish, Spanish, Spanish Portuguese. Hola, amigos. ¿Cómo estás? Estamos aquí grabando un podcast con mi primo Abby, su marido Petro y Juan, el productor, asistente. John the producer. Asistente. <laughs> Super Ross. Could have done with you out there when Mar I was going. Ma my marido is. Husband. Yeah, I know. I know that. Because I learned that in my lesson. Because <laughs> yeah, she she taught me how to say sorry to my husband. No, I said I said to her, "How can I yep. say my husband is a childish baby?" <laughs> <laughs> and she wouldn't tell me. So which is which babies aren't childish? <laughs> childish. Adult. <laughs> Which babies are chat? <laughs> My marido, eh, finito. Childish baby. No wonder you're crap at Portuguese. <laughs> a fucking childish baby. <laughs> a child or a baby. <laughs> well, I was referring to you as an adult being a childish baby. <laughs> this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm dealing with. I can't think straight today. <laughs> Should yeah. we cheers to our wine? Oh, uh, yeah. Cheers. Right, today's episode is brought to you by the National Lottery. I brought along a very good friend of mine, uh, mm -hmm. an award-winning podcaster, uh, Mr. Chris <laughs> Stark. Yes, guys. I'm pleased I'm on this because, Abby, you occasionally come on our podcast. So it feels really unusual being the you in this situation, it being the other way around. You know, it's a bit it's like... Quite, it's quite intimidating. I don't know, what's that, what's that TV show? Wife Swap. It's a bit like that, isn't it? <laughs> Um, but I know we're about to talk about the National Lottery, right? I'm, I'm very keen to get into this for exactly that reason. You know, that that's the million-dollar question, isn't it? What would you spend your money on? Would you tell people? I don't think I'm, I'm telling anyone. I know what Chris would do. He'd buy the highest-tech barbecue you can ever imagine. But you'd still do it yourself, Chris, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I, think there's, I think there's two big questions there, isn't there? It's, it's do you tell anyone or do you kind of keep it to yourself? Because there is an amazing moment, I guess, when you win that's really special that you haven't got to deal with everyone asking all the questions about what you're going to spend your money on. There is something quite nice about keeping it a secret. However, I do like to imagine that probably my first phone call would be would be to you, Peter. The thing is, if you won that much, you want to know that you're spending it on the right things almost immediately. And I think you guys would be great at advising what that is. Well, I don't think Pete's in any position to advise people how to spend their money, especially when he wanted to spend £50,000 on a slide. I didn't want to spend 50000 on a slide. I won the National Lottery the day I met you, Bo. Woohoo! <laughs> Correct answer. I mean, come on, let's be real here, right? Because that's another interesting question, isn't it? People always say, if you could win the lottery or dot, 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 what would you choose? And obviously the right answer is is saying, of course, I would love to be with you. Or um, of course, I'll choose you, babe. But it's a very legitimate question, isn't it? I know for a fact, if you could win the lottery or go out with me, you would definitely choose to win the lottery. It's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Peter? I, I, could I have both? You no, know, you can't. Potentially. Uh, me and Pete were, had a row in bed one night about winning the la National Lottery because I'd spent the money. And for me, the pleasure of winning the lottery would be to give it to other people. You like to think that that's the case, right? But but also, do you take the view, Abby, if you won the National Lottery, that that's your money and not Pete's? Do you know what yeah. I mean? If you've yeah. got the ticket, yeah. would, you, would you be tempted to just kind of... Have it yourself and, and just keep it as your thing. Or would you give half the pizza almost immediately? I'd probably put them on an allowance. <laughs> Isn't that what I'm on now? You know, like a little Go Henry kind of vibe. Because the National Lottery would be such an unexpected win, I think you've got to treat it as dream come true money. You've, you've, you've done something so special winning it that I think if you want to go sensible... There are certain people you can call for that and it can be done very sensibly. But I think it's all about going and, and treating it as like, what's what's the ultimate dream? So if I win serious money on the National Lottery, my temptation is to go and get the world's biggest barbecue. Okay, I love my barbecuing. You both know this. So I think with the National Lottery, it encourages you to almost go, right, I'm going to go and get the biggest thing of whatever it is I like. Part of me thinks, though, that would then be more hassle. Just because you've got the biggest barbecue doesn't necessarily mean it's the best. Yeah, but imagine how much meat you could buy. You could fill well, it. Well, then I'm thinking you, you could get like a sort of golden 
golden crusted barbecue, couldn't you? You could get like a pimp my barbecue with like diamonds on and gold plated and spray painted with like your daughter's face on it. It could be proper pimped. You you you, you might if that if you did do that, you might be the only person who's won the national lottery that I don't want to go round to his house afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> No, I like to think um, I would turn into, although I, I can't say I'm his biggest fan, but I think if I won the National Lottery and I'm so into barbecuing, I'd be like Salt Bay. You It'd could, be Golden like Leaf on the gold steak. Gold Leaf, your steak, That kind yeah. of thing. You know, I've quite fancied the idea of a cruise, but I don't want to be stuck with people. So it's a solo cruise. So we could, <laughs> I would hire... Am like, I on it or not? No, you're on <laughs> it. I would hire a cruise ship for all our friends and get the whole cruise experience, but without people. Once in a lifetime. Yeah, and then we could stop at all the most incredible places all across the world. Chris on the barbecue. Chris on the barbecue, pimped to death. I could actually move my slide onto the cruise ship. Exactly. <laughs> we could just, you know, fly our own acts in. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Giving yeah. us a serenade as well. We're eating our mm. meat. So after this week-long trip, we're going to have any left? No. <laughs> And do you know what's great about this? It's it's achievable because, as we all know, people do win the national lottery, and um, it could be any of us, couldn't it? And it's funny, isn't it? Like when you have these discussions, it does actually get you thinking. So I am going to have to go and get a ticket now. And do you do lucky dip or do you do the same numbers? No, it's, it's a mixture of both for me. When I'm thinking my numbers, and I like close my eyes, what's a number that comes to my head? And they're the numbers, like like it's a, and they're the numbers I go for. All right, cheers, Chris. We'll Thanks, see you soon, Chris. mate. See you later, guys. But, um, so, just like any of us, when it comes to the National Lottery, it could be you. If you were to play tonight, where would you keep your ticket while you wait for your numbers? Oh, I don't know what I'd do. Like, if it's a winning ticket, like, surely it can't leave you. It can't leave your body. Oh, somehow. My God, can you imagine? Well, thanks to the National Lottery for allowing us to live out a life of newfound luxuries. Uh, I know my next move is to get a ticket in store or via the app, punch in my lucky numbers and make all of this a reality. So remember, the National Lottery is where your numbers make amazing happen. Whether it's a big jackpot win or helping the National Lottery good causes across the country continue with the amazing work they do. We were in Portugal with our friends and we were, you know, we were talking about whose life would you swap with? I remember, yeah, it was a good conversation. I enjoyed it, actually. It went on for ages. Yeah, it was quite thought-provoking. Well, like, so if you can't be yourself, mm. but you can pick anyone. Yeah. Because, you know, watching, you like, the last dance and the quarterback thing. I wouldn't be a quarterback, though. Wet. Would you be a man? <laughs> I probably am a bit of a man anyway. Quite, I'm quite, like, a But you, a say, tomboy, to, you say to me sometimes, like, oh, it's such a ball, like, being a girl. When you get, you have to get your hair, you know, your hair done. And yeah, you because have to, I, I hate ages. getting ready. Yeah. So I like, hate getting ready. I hate doing my hair. I hate doing my makeup. I hate getting nails done. I hate, you know, it's... A man just gets up and goes. Yeah. Wash I mean, and go. I, I, I wouldn't be a, a girl, I don't think. Um, no. Even for a day? <laughs> Maybe for a day. <laughs> Even for five minutes? <laughs> Even for 30 seconds? Uh, no, because, it, you know, it doesn't, you don't, you're not under that pressure, are you? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, let's move on. Don't worry. Um, no, I wouldn't be Under a girl. Under the pressure? Is that like... Uh, on the bottom? No, no, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I'm talking about obviously the pressure of a man to like perform, isn't there? Whereas, you know, there isn't that pressure for a, for a female. Depends. It depends what relationship you're in. Because some men don't do anything and make the girl do everything. Mm. Cool. What, what relationship that be? <laughs> <laughs> I want to come back to that guy. <laughs> I don't have to work. I just, I just turn up. I just, I don't have to work. I just turn up. I'm not performing. I'm not performing. Anyone? Never Mate, mind listen, you. when you look like that, you don't have to perform. Don't have to. Well, um, <laughs> wait, it's a little bit out. Don't touch me. Why not? What are you talking about? There you go. Should I look after you? Um, okay, well, listen, let me stop you there. I think, we, well, we've got some audience ones who they'd be. So let's go with them first. 
I've got a message from Linda from Dublin. Uh, she's about to go on our Hindu tomorrow and she said I would be Tom Hardy because I'd look at myself in the mirror all day. I think because I'm going on this Hindu, my willy, my <laughs> mind, sorry, not my willy, uh, my mind has to be willy orientated. Mm. Slut. Pete? <laughs> 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 could not say that. <laughs> Tom Hardy, yeah, he's, he's quite a, you know, he's a favourite with the women, isn't he? Well, he is, yeah. And he's he parked your actor. car once. Yeah. And that's not a euphemism. Euphemism? <laughs> a euphemism. Well, I hope it's just No, I, w- I got stuck in a multi-storey car park. I got too close to the concrete barrier. And he helped me get out. And I was so stressed and freaking out and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't realise it was him till after the ordeal. And then I was like, oh my God, that was Tom Hardy who helped us. But yeah. Tom Hardy, Ray mm. Parker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, another one here. My husband, just to see um, what it's like to have everything done for you, food made, not to hear the kids at night from Shawnee. She likes Shawnee? to be a husband because she likes to just not be able to hear all the stuff she hears. I do think me- men get it easier. Yeah. I do. <clears throat> well, that's a... You know, I think I think it's got better for women over the years. That might have been the case. No, just even not even like with regards to like rights and you know jobs and all of that kind of thing. I, I just think actually the physicalities of being a man is so much easier than being a, a girl. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't have to get ready. You know, it takes <laughs> as long, does it? It doesn't like there's lots of other reasons as well. Childbirth. Childbirth per- periods. periods. <laughs> they look like a right pain Puberty. in the ass, quite literally. <laughs> but but then the flip side of that is it's actually quite a privilege to be a woman. You know, God chose the female to have the kids because obviously we're better than men. Is that how you see it? Yeah. Or he wouldn't want to, you know. Inflict say, that on a man. We want to inflict that because he's. Probably, probably more proud of so, the man. No, but would you not? Would you not like the feeling to have a baby growing inside you? I'm comfortable with creating a baby and not carrying it. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah, but has it never crossed your mind of what it would feel like, or not once? Really? Mm. No, I think it's an incredible thing. Um, but like, I think it's an incredible thing to could like you know feel that I've kind of put that from afar. <laughs> yeah, you know, into somebody that you don't love. be like trying to <laughs> claim it like it's yours. Like I've done that. Well, it is. I literally just put I put it in you. <laughs> Without me, you, you it wouldn't it wouldn't be there. Tell that to fucking Mary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a few if thoughts believe, on that. You as believe well. that one? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> got a few thoughts on that as well. But... No, but you can't. So is that how you is that how you view a pregnant woman? Look at us from afar and be like, "I did, that. I did that, I built that, I built that, I built that." That's literally what every man all does. that is because of me. <laughs> I created that. I created that. Like so, when a baby's born, I, I you gave you, I gave you the gift of life. <laughs> oh my god! I have I have I can't believe we've gone seventeen years without even discussing this. So, when the baby is born, are you like, "I did that"? Yeah, hundred percent. I can't believe. Well, that. I did that, no. No. Of course I did. But you didn't. You, you, well, you did. You carried my child and gave birth <laughs> yeah. to it. And I thank you every day for that. But I created it. came out of me. It came out of you. It's like a little tadpole that you can't even see unless you've got a, mic- a microscope. Yeah. Ba- baby. Pete, baby. You didn't I, make... I put a baby in you. That's exact. That's the truth. No. You carried it for me no. and gave it back. No. <laughs> I cannot believe this. Every every eyelash, every bone, um, every skin cell. Yeah, no, obviously cell. it picked up, you know, some, Eyeball, some, some stuff along the way. Every organ. You. I made that. I made that, not you. No, hundred percent. Like obviously the you know, the baby that I gave to you, you know, then obviously has your traits as well. You know. I grew fr- a, from your womb. It you you gave me a tadpole. I was the one who turned it into a, a human. Yeah. Which is incredible. You you grew it. You know, it's like, um, I don't know, it's like, it's like what, frog spawn or, you know, it's like, it's like you, you, you put it there, don't you? And then the, the, the lady kind of fertilizes it. No, that's not what happens. Well, yeah, I'm not, 
I'm not denying, you know, they're your children, but they're your children because <laughs> I gave you them. <laughs> oh my god, I'm flabbergasted by this. Next one. You think? No, it's it's. This, I'm only having a joke. It's gonna be a podcast at all. Obviously, I'm only I act, a joke. you had I had no contribution apart from the sperm cell. The, apart the from baby. The sperm. Apart from the baby I put in there. <laughs> I had no contribution right for the baby I gave you. It wasn't a baby that you gave me. It was. You gave me that a piece sperm of sperm. Is that yeah? But without that sperm, there's no baby. Yeah, but you carried so you can, it fantastically well. You've got sperm well. in you all the time. You haven't got loads of babies. No, but you know we're it was not... me who turned it into a baby, not you. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. The female. It's us women who do that. Potato, potato. Let's move on to the next one. Mm. Mm. But you know we've got four gorgeous ones, and we we love them so much. <laughs> Oh, I love you so much. Um, oh. <laughs> Number three, my ex-wife. It'd be nice to see my money again for a few hours. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Andrew, as a belter. <laughs> Andrew sounds bitter. <laughs> Say probably is. I think there's a few out there. That's funny. Uh, number four, uh, Beyonce, to see if all the rumours about her and Jay-Z are true. What rumours? Kate Middleton. What's because the rumours of Jay-Z and Beyonce? That they're married. I don't know. The rumours that they're married. Yeah, see if they're true. <laughs> well, they are married, aren't they? <clears throat> Could be a rumour. God, I should, you know, make your own minds up on that. But she also goes on to say Kate Middleton because who doesn't want to know what really goes on? With Big Willy. <laughs> With the future king of England, you mean. Uh, David Attenborough, just because he's a cool guy that gets some pretty cool stuff done. That's Emma. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com ACAST. David Attenborough is a good one. What yeah. a life he's had. Yeah. But I, I imagine he's got a lot of fear. You know, and he's he probably mm. feels like he's banging his head against a brick wall. You know, he's warned us. Mm. He's warned the human race for so long about, what you know, global warming and the effects it's having on the planet and animals. And no one's listening to him. That must be really difficult. But what, mm. I, I, I'd love to be David Attenborough. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, an incredible life. Mind you, he's actually there on a lot of them. Well, he's probably he's in, in the, the studio. BBC with the microphone. Yeah, he, he probably is now. But I mean, back in the day, he was, he was traveling a lot because you saw him there, didn't you? Yeah, he's done his fair share. Yeah. I, I saw him he's seen there. a few animals in his life. I saw him. No, no. I mean, like you see him on the telly. Oh, he is there. Like, he when is did there. I see? Um, when did I see him in the Antarctic? <laughs> <laughs> I love David Attenborough. Like, on a on a hangover the next day watching kind of life or planet earth what do you Phenomenal. like watching them um do you like the underwater do you like land or sea oh that's a big question land the big animals do you like lions but, but tigers I, I do hyenas. like seeing underwater stuff rainforests are pretty amazing rainforests the one can be yeah all right uh another, another number five uh better one on the freaky friday vibe uh your mum and your missus swap bodies the only way to get it back to normal is you have to sleep with one of them. Which one are you choosing? Crouch, you respond. <laughs> oh, that's an obvious question. Obvious me, answer. Me. You would obviously... Your mum and your missus. To get... What? Yeah, but so... 
Have you seen the film Freaky Friday? So you'd have so to... the s- mum and daughter swap bodies. I haven't seen it. I wondered why it was called Freaky Friday. <laughs> it, it's um, Jamie Lee Curtis, the body. And is it Lindsay Lohan as well? Lindsay Lohan. Mm. So... So it'd be... Your body, my mum's brain, and my mum's body in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> Perverted. Mm. I can't... He's, he's, of course he hasn't put his name to it. <laughs> yeah. Pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Ross. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's it's your body and, and hopefully a quiet mother. <laughs> I want to talk more about David Attenborough and your uh, well, lowering the tone I, significantly. It was the that was the question. I didn't want to answer it, but I felt like I had to. Okay, all right, let's get into it. Would you go like back in time to like Sinatra or Marilyn Monroe? Well, this is the or, would thing. you not want to be Marilyn Monroe? I wouldn't. I wouldn't personally. Wouldn't like to be female. I, I, I can't believe that's so adamant. No, not not adamant. I mean, Marilyn Monroe were like you know. I'm a big fan of Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> I like Madonna. I'm not going to lie. I, you know, it, it has crossed my mind. <laughs> like a virgin. <laughs> you could be Madonna. Is that where you got your virgin quote from? I'd then? like to. I'd listen. Inspired she's by Madonna. An incredible artist. Well, she, of yeah. a generation let's be honest come on some b- absolute belters George Michael though Pete we were watching Wham last night you, ever, you know what oh, is that, 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 that documentary that... how oh, good is that it's unreal but you know what he's such a troubled life didn't he you know yeah. like, there's a lot of it you know, not being able yeah, to come you, out like but that but you'd be troubled if you were if you were hiding your sexuality yeah, because you felt like you couldn't be who you are that is traumatic yeah yeah I'm not saying that but I'm just saying if you want to be someone you don't want to have that kind of like that issue you know, mm. of course, I totally agree with you. Like George, he's had a troubled life, but that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't want to choose a troubled life. Obviously, no. genius though. Uh, Madonna's had a troubled life though. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but it's, it's there's been a lot of good in there as well. <laughs> but Marilyn Monroe again, quite tragic. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean that's that was tragic. She was sad the whole time, wasn't she? Yeah, and even when you watch it, Elvis, like you think, oh, Elvis, you go, go into it, it goes, that's I think amazing. Elvis, but, Elvis had the worst life. And, and died early as well, you know. But like, obviously, but, but, the, but, you, incredible know, highs. you don't, you don't have to do it forever, though. You could just do it for a week. But all those, all those yeah, well, kind of tragedies okay. come from like outside influence. They, they were all so controlled by people and manipulated. Mm. You know that Colonel, like what he did to Elvis. Mm. That was just. But you could also say, like, you know, you'd like to be Elvis at, the, at his peak for a week, wouldn't you? When he's young, good-looking, doing all kinds. Mm. Would be good. I think it'd be good to be, um, what's his name? What's his name I said the other day? It's not Kobe Bryant, the other one. Michael Jordan. I, I, I'd be Michael Jordan. No, that's, that, that's 100% what I, I'd I, be. I would be Michael Jordan. But why are you just taking my one? I said, I'm not taking your one. Yeah, I said that and you just taking it off me. When? When we had this conversation, I said Michael Jordan would be the best one. Yeah, but I said Michael Jordan as well because I watched that Save the Last Dance. So we're going to agree on on that. Yeah, but you don't you don't particularly like sport. But do you think you'd like sport? I if like you're basketball. <clears throat> I love basketball actually. Okay, there's a point to it. Okay, they pass it to each other and get it in that net. Alley hoop. They do. They do. <laughs> in the hoop, it makes sense. It's logical. It's yeah, a logical game. It's a logical game. But like, I, I just think like someone. I mean, he is elite kind of sport. He's elite, and he, he's you know his attitude. He looks like he's kind. He looks after everyone. I thought he was quite tough. Like, what he's so hard. He, but like, I, I, I wouldn't say it's an overriding level. characteristic because he was kind. Not kind, but like a team player. Yeah, eventually. I think, <clears throat> I think to be that elite, you've got to be single-minded. And he was ruthless to some people that weren't pulling like good enough. Yeah, but that's that's right. Yeah, yeah that's I don't, how I I don't disagree. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it, like he is an absolute genius. Mm. But like, there's a few other ones up there as well, like like Messi or like Ronaldo. I don't think you you could pick another footballer, Pete. You've reached every height with your career. Let's be honest. No, listen. This is a this is a made up game. I wouldn't change my life. I'm I wouldn't tell you that now. I wouldn't change it. Mm. I, didn't, I wouldn't. I feel he like actually I've said if he lucky. died tomorrow, he'd mm. be happy with that. So do all. It wasn't like you know. I don't want to die, obviously. But what I said was, if if something did tragically happen, or you know, I have I lived my life to the full. Yes. What would it obviously leaving you, leaving the kids would 
obviously upset me and upset them. Yeah, that's but the only reason I can't die. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Have I lived like kind of my dreams, and have I done all I can to be happy? Yeah, I would genuinely say yes, and yeah. I think that that's obviously like I feel very privileged to kind of be in that position. But that's literally how I feel. I yeah, feel but like, that's like a minority of the world. Like we were saying, like yeah. you know, it it's like quite a fun game to say like who you would swap with and all these people who've done the most incredible things. You know, because it's even like amazing, like you know, inventors and you know people who've changed the world for like the good. Oh, John said Henry the Eighth before. Henry the Eighth, yeah, bloody um, gout and everything, Sicilus. Yeah, Sicilus. Sicilus. He, he killed all his wives, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Eight wives. Divorce, beheaded, died. Divorce, you know, beheaded one, two. Divorce, beheaded, died. Divorce, beheaded, survived. Said that we had six wives. Killed two. Eight wives, didn't he? No, he had six. Six. Did he? Divorced one, Catherine of Aragon. Killed Anne Boleyn. Killed. But he was going out with Anne Boleyn's sister as well. Have you seen that? The other Boleyn sister. That is a good film, too. That is a good film, yeah. Henry VIII. Don't feel I'd be Henry I don't VIII. think that's a good era to live in. Me neither. I said that. It's no so toilet filthy. roll. No toothpaste. No electricity. I said no deodorant, but that wouldn't bother him anyway. <laughs> Bow boy. <laughs> P.I. Barocas. I think it, I think it'd be good to be like in the in the seventies. Yeah. So, well, Mick Jagger. Well, that's a good one. Mick Jagger. Like, yeah. Hundred percent. He's Mick uh, he's lived a, lived a dream, and he's d- doing still okay now, isn't he? He's doing more than okay. That's what I mean. Like you know, is it, I mean, what a that's a that's a crazy life. Style icon. Yeah. Incredible musician, frontman. What about would you be anyone kind of like? In fashion, or like a singer, Shania. Shania Twain. Twain. Do you remember when I said that, and Dan was like, "You'd be Shania Twain." Out of everyone, <laughs> it's not a terrible one. Hasn't her husband left her though? Yeah, she's heartbroken. That's I don't want any I mean. heartbreak. That's what I mean. I don't want a broken heart. Too many broken hearts in the world. Broken hearts, not the future. Um. I tell you, a good celebrity couple is Goldie Hawn and Kate Russell. Mm. Yeah. You know, they've never married, but they just look so in love, don't they, still now? Mm. What about, you know, because obviously you talked about Yellowstone and stuff like that. Would you be, would you like to have been born on a ranch like Yellowstone? 100%. Like, you don't have to be famous, that's what I mean, you don't have to be famous. You just live on a ranch, I'm ride wondering, I'm wondering if I actually have. Mm. In a past life. I just, I just... Uh, Ride past on a horse. Howdy, girl. It's <laughs> oh, my favourite accent, that cowboy. Hop on. <laughs> what y'all doing down there? What y'all What doing? your pretty little ass doing down there? <laughs> Come on, sit on my horse. Yeah. <laughs> Dolly Parton. I'll just get you on the back. Dolly, Dolly Parton's a good one. Yeah, but you, you'd like to live that life, wouldn't you? Kind of. But would you, though? What really kind yeah, of turning to, of, turning to horses that day. kind of thing but would you, would could you, be a reality? Would you kind of strive for something else if you lived in that world? Do you know what I mean, if you were from that world, that's all you've ever known. Would you think about, oh, I wonder what it's like to live in London? No. Okay. Would we look good as, as like a celebrity couple? Would well, like Justin Timberlake and Britney or J-Lo and P. Diddy? Remember, that was a good time. J-Lo that's not and... a bad one. Like, I'd take P. Diddy all day. Bet you would. Oh, oh real. <laughs> I, I'd you be, be J Lo. Oh my god! Oh, yes. Let's do it. <laughs> How real is this game? J Lo. Um, so you want to swap me for J Lo? No, I'd like to be P Diddy. <laughs> I wouldn't swap you for anything in the world. You're so horrible. You're better than J Lo. Fact. What about with each other? Would you ever swap each other just for a day? You could take up golf for a little bit, Ab. You wouldn't like to be me for a day, I don't think. Well, I'd play it differently. <laughs> 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 I'd play it differently I would you look stressed out you don't need to be stressed out just chill with it I'd definitely like I'd I'd like I could I could be you <laughs> you couldn't be me what do you mean I couldn't be you <laughs> you could be me I could you easily could be. be you yeah you could be me basically just to think of all the skills you'd have <laughs> <laughs> dagger eyes <laughs> I'd like to look like you. If I was a girl, I'd, I'd want to look like you. I'd want to look like... I'd have your face. Genuinely, I would. I'd have I, your face. If I was, <laughs> is that it? <laughs> Just my face? No. I'd, and your, height, your height is a massive, you know, plus point. If I was a girl... Six like, five is my absolute minimum. Yeah. 
tiny, six four, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> right. It's like when we talked about tall men, you said David Beckham. Like, He's a midget. He's like six one, eh? <laughs> six foot at least. I don't think he is. I he think is he's probably like. Five. I played with him. You know, he's, he's probably he's like five eleven, but says he's six foot. He's one nah, of them. He's definitely six foot. Do you yeah, yeah, he's tall. He's, he's quite tall. Would you be like a president, kind of world leader, or like royalty? That tickle you fancy or not? Imagine being the president of the United States. Obama. I'd love to be Obama. That's, what I mean, like, that's pretty. That'd be pretty good. No other ones really. Kennedy. Mm, got JFK. Shot. Yeah, he'd be a good one. He, he did get shot though. I know, but he yeah. was nice, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> no, don't fancy him. <laughs> What about? I don't fancy him. <laughs> no, no, fancy I don't fancy him. being him. <laughs> Prime Minister? No, absolutely not. I think you're cracking Theresa May. <laughs> you look a bit like Theresa May. Theresa May just looks like a little newborn pigeon to me. <laughs> little bird. Like it's fed. <laughs> That's what she just reminds me. A I'm bit like beaky. getting fed out of a nest. Oh, yeah. Mm. I actually want to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's got my ideal life. He's got a donkey that runs in his kitchen. <laughs> Can you imagine? Haven't a miniature you? donkey. <laughs> you got me running around. He just, he's literally got the dream. He looks incredible as well for 75. Yeah, he looks good. He looks good. I mean, his story is amazing. Obviously, we watched the documentary recently. His story from being like the bodybuilder, like living in Austria and end up being the governor of California via... Mr. Universe. That's that's like <laughs> that's amazing. That's like ten lives in one, isn't it's it? It's really? It's absolutely incredible. I like the way he kind of visioned it and manifested it. Mm. Is is incredible, I think. But now he's got a, a little Shetland pony that runs into his kitchen. God, I would die for that. Mm. That's why I want to change our floor, Pete. Because it'd slip on us. If a little donkey ran in, it would You want to change our floor because a donkey would slip? Yeah. Oh, wow. What would you change it to? Stone. Oh, yeah. Do you need a stone that it'd slip on there? Wet? I'm not changing the floor because a donkey could slip. <laughs> that is not a reason to change your floor. <laughs> I haven't even got a donkey, but if I did, I'd have to change the floor. Oh, wow. We're just not getting a donkey then, are we? I'm not changing leave, leave it outside. I can change my own floor. Need your permission. Well, I'm just not, I just don't want a donkey in the house, really. We've got bunnies and a cockatiel coming next week. <laughs> it's a, a compromise. Like, like a bird. It's a compromise for a puppy. Why didn't you want another puppy? Well, I do. Oh, Pete doesn't. Mm. No, not at all. Well, I don't particularly want a bunny either, really, but, but you get better two. than a, yeah, it's better than a dog. You have to have them in pairs. And you're getting a cockatoo? Cockatiel. What's a cockatiel? A bed. It's a bed. Mm. Mm. I'll give you a a cockatoo. (laughs) I'm going to train it myself. You're going to have it on your shoulder. Mm. This woman on the beach, she had a little cockatiel and was just so well trained. It was like getting the change out the bag and everything for her. Jack loved it, didn't he? Yeah. It went on Jack's shoulder and it was like nibbling his finger. Would you be like David Blaine? Uh, No. I th- I, David Blaine, right? When he was up in that thing in London for for ages, and he came out and he was absolutely exhausted. And you know, when he went in that ice in New York, he came out and went straight into intensive care. Like th- for me, that's not a trick. You know I mean, I could sit in ice and go to intensive care. Mm. If he came out and went, and oh, now I'm fine. Oh, yeah. like, that's a trick. Like he came out, went straight to intensive care, and they went, "Don't do that again, or otherwise you'll die." I went, "Well, that's not that's not magic, is it?" No. No. But obviously he's got great tricks as well. But I just don't think that's as impressive as it was made out. So you're going with... Paul Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Daniels. It's not a bad one. Stephen Mulhern. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I actually love Stephen Mulhern. I can't stand them. Got you? No. <sighs> um, so David uh, Copperfield. No, he's creepy. I, I once saw David Copperfield. Why do these co- magicians always get these hot chicks? Maybe they magic them there. <laughs> I, I, I watched David Copperfield in Vegas. Claudia Schiffer. <laughs> I once saw David Copperfield in Vegas, right? And I, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was it was not in a good way. And it was he was, did some great tricks, but at the end, the grand, the grand finale was he reunited a man from the audience who had not seen his dad who lived in Rio. And 
the only kind of like um, evidence that they gave us was the big screen. So they went behind the screen, and on the big screen, him and David Copperfield, the boy, and and we met up with his dad on the beach. They yeah. ran together, they hugged, and the only evidence was when they came back was their feet were wet with sand on it, right? Yeah. And I went, well, obviously, that's, that was black. And then they, as we were walking out, I, I just saw like cut the Americans and that they were in tears. <laughs> and I was like, me and my mates were going, well, that was sh like shite, wasn't it? Obviously, they pre-recorded that. And they were going, oh my God. Going, I can't believe it. <laughs> they reunited him with, with his dad. He hasn't seen him for 30 years in Brazil. I was going... I could not believe he's got a sandbox in the back <laughs> like what the hell <laughs> madness they fall for anything though don't they people what about a fictional character I don't know Ariel, Ariel. Barbie <laughs> Barbie I watched the Barbie movie today mm. good that was amazing I'd be Margot Robbie that's definitely would you yeah. As Barbie, would you be Barbie or would you be Margot Robbie? I'd be Margot Robbie as Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be Superman. Superman? Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't. Batman, I just think Batman. Any uh, Batman? Way all over Superman. God, Batman doesn't even have any superpowers. Batman? He, no? he, he like he's human. He's just mental. He, he, he flies, doesn't he? Like Superman. Like yeah, Batman. Laser eyes, like flies, super strength. Batman, <clears throat> the jaw on him. Yeah, but you could see through. <laughs> You can see through walls, you know, X-ray vision. We can fly. Pervy. Well, mm -hmm. I'm not doing it for perverted reasons. It'd just be handy, wouldn't it? You can see what's going on. You know, be supersonic hearing. You can fly. Strongest, strongest man on the planet. Unreal. So I think Superman's a little bit wet for me. How can Superman be wet? You can well, literally that guy off Smallville. The worst actor, so wet. Yeah, but you're thinking of Clark Kent. I'd, I'd be Peter Crouch, but by night I'd be Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I think Batman's the one. What about if you were in a specific character? What about a superpower? Flying's the one, surely. To heal. Oh, that is a, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, no you one's... or other people? To heal anything like animals or people. Do you think that would come with a lot of pressure though? Like people queuing up your door, like all the way down your door. Like all the way down your street, going, please heal my father, my mother, my son, my boy. You'd have tr you'd have a lot of. Okay, issues. I'd be an invisible healer. Then. <laughs> no <laughs> so one knew. Just, no one knew. It's you like a superpower, and, and just just heal the people that you mm. want to heal. That would be good. Mm. It's a lovely thing. But no do. one's there's no one. Well, Et I suppose Et is a bit like that, isn't he? Well, you say you would like to be Et. What about your superhero name, Abby? Florence Nightingale would be a good one. If you Goldie Sullivan. <laughs> Do you know my my? We were talking about um, porn names. Mm -hmm. is, which is is it a, is it porn name or lap dancer yeah, name? Yeah, porn whatever? name. So your porn name is the name of your first animal, mm. and your mother's maiden name. Mm -hmm. So mine would be Goldie Sullivan. Pizza's Buster Dickin. <laughs> Genuinely unbelievable. But. Uh, Buster Dickens, phenomenal. I don't Goldie know. Sullivan. That's a film, that, isn't it? Buster Dickens and Goldie Sullivan. Busty, Buster Dickens. And the Incredible uh, Gulp. Yeah. <laughs> the Incredible Gulp featuring Goldie Sullivan and Buster Dickens. <laughs> but my, I don't know why we were talking about our kid. I don't know why we were talking about our, um, our kid's porn name, which is slightly weird, but. What a bizarre conversation. Uh, uh, Sophia's poor name is Jeff Clancy, which is my dad's name. <laughs> Jeffrey Clancy. <laughs> How funny is that? Oh, God. Let's hope she never gets into it for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> Next on stage is Jeffrey Clancy. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, if you want to get in touch with your uh, exotic names, please feel free to email in or get in touch on the socials. Come on, Gucci boy. Give me an agony up. <laughs> Right, here we go. Agony abs. Dear Peter and Abby, I asked my husband who he'd like to play us if we had our own movie. Pete, I know you got to play yourself. I must say, it's one of the best films I've seen. No joke. Thank you very much. Uh, anyway, I said Pierce Brosnan for him, which I can see. I wish he looked more like him, but you can see it working. For me, the little bastard said Margot Robbie. 
I'm too stone overweight. I have short brown hair and have three kids. I have taken offence to this as I couldn't look any further from that Barbie bitch. <laughs> wow. I now feel like I'm not my husband's type. Do you think I go for a full Barbie makeover or put Ken back in his box? <laughs> Incredible. Margot Robbie, though. Thoughts? The thing with Margot Robbie, like, she's got it all. She's an incredible actress. She's unbelievably good looking and she looks like she's a laugh and like a kind person. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to say, you know, to play art, he's going to say someone nice. Yeah, but you it? have to think of someone who looks remotely like you Do to you? play. Yeah. Well, who would play me? Peter O'Toole. Okay. Love to an is that? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Too bad. I've been called it before. <laughs> Yeah. A tool. <laughs> tool. Not a tool. Pete the tool. Uh, Pete, oh, you, Pete, oh, you tool. <laughs> um, I don't want to even ask you who I'm going to be because you're just going to yeah, make me. Yeah, I'm going to piss you off. Let's, let's move on. Who would you pick? Who would you pick? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie, I'd say. Probably. But that, yeah, that's close. I'm too stoned overweight. I've got four kids. <laughs> no, but like, he's obviously pissed her off, right? Do I need a Barbie makeover? Yes. <laughs> he's pissed her off big time here with this. But I don't think he's doing it in a nasty way, do you? He might have been trying to save her feelings. Might not Maybe save. he was trying to be complimentary, like the, it doesn't get Whatever better than Margot, Ro Margot Robbie. Whatever he says there, do you know what I mean? Like if he says, you know, someone who is too stone yeah. of weight and an actress, she'll get pissed off. Oh, you think I'm fat then? I know, yeah. play so, you. Ricky Lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like whatever you say, it's going to piss her off. If you go too much, it's like, oh... Okay, so let, using your theory, who would you choose to play me? Margot Robbie. That, that works. Shut up. Julia Roberts. No, because Julia Roberts... I love bloody... In love Pretty Woman. Yeah, no, but I look nothing like Julia Roberts. You can't pick yeah, someone. Yeah, but I'm just hair blonde. And so are you, you. are you going into, like, acting ability then? Or... DiCaprio could play me. You know what I mean? Like, close. Mm. It's a silly game. It's a stupid game. No it's one should get angry game. about it. It's not a stupid game because there's people who look identical to people. Wait, anyway, you should, what yeah, I'm like saying Kaz, is Kim Cattrall could would play Kaz because she's identical she's an to Kim. Ringer for her, yeah. Yeah, when Kim Cattrall when she was young, like I want to know. Do you want to we also want a good actress, don't you? Yeah, but they're all good. Charlie's Theron. Oh yeah, she could play you in Monster. Been called that before yeah, as well. Yeah. No, there's, there's a, Charlize You look Ceron. like a film star, so it's easy. Charlie's Seron, yeah. I could work at that. Yeah. Interesting. I think I'll be easy on him. Um, uh, it's, it is only a game. It's a dangerous game. All right, let's move on. Uh, dear Pete and Abby, I've just been dumped for the past few years. I've been trapped in a magnolia relationship. And, I mean, What's that? Absolutely no idea. Beige. Vanilla. Vanilla, yeah. Oh, is it? Quite a boring relationship. I'm in desperate need to blow away the cobwebs. Here we go. I've never really been the sexually adventurous type, but I'm now 32 and I feel it's now or never. I know I might not, I might come across as a bit promiscuous, but really I'm not. I've only slept with four people and I've been in long-term relationships with them all. I need an opening line for my dating bio that says I'm a lady in the streets, but a freak in the sheets if you teach me what to do. But catch ya. Fern, 32 from Manchester. So she needs a link for a bio, like on a what I don't know if she's on Tinder or something like that. She's like, it's like she wants to say "lady in the street" but freak in the bed, like you've you've had pre previously <coughs> in national newspapers. <laughs> yeah. A quote from this podcast. <laughs> wow, that's that awful. Incredible. That's awful. You yeah. are a lady in the street, but freak in the bed, aren't you? Sleep in the bed, you said. Sleep in the bed. Flirty and nice with plenty of spice. <laughs> That's actually quite good. It's not bad, is it? No, no. Off the cuff. What about something like um give me give me your recipe and I'll slap you up the best meal or something like that in the bed. <laughs> Fish pie. But better. <laughs> you know, because she said she needs instructions. Too many cocks don't spoil the broth. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell are you today? <laughs> oh. Why doesn't she just write it on like fun seeker, <clears throat> seeking fellow fun seeker, let's learn together. Let's climb these mountains together. 
Nice. But I think, she, I mean, she's she's talking, she wants to be sexually adventurous here. You know? Solid as a rock, love plenty of cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you kids say? What do you put on your one, Ross? I don't have one. I do one man organically. Yeah, you must have had one in the past. <laughs> <laughs> what, was your, what did yours say? I have not. I have not. <laughs> I've got no online profile. <laughs> Bilingual in life and the bedroom. I'm a con- <laughs> I actually, I actually put down. I think I did. Bilingual. I'm a cunnilinguist. Yeah. <laughs> cunnilinguist. Cunning linguist. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know what I put on my profile. Um. What was it? I was going to say fun, but I'm not fun. fun. I'm actually boring. <laughs> yeah, like boring um, and um, asleep by nine. <laughs> I've been oh, called brash in the past. <laughs> but I've been a bit brash in the past. Sleep by nine because I'm exhausted, Pete. Mm. Being freaky's got me in this mess. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just shattered. <laughs> I'm more of a morning person than a night person. <sighs> Up at early bear catches the worm. So, <laughs> <laughs> or maggot, for that matter. <laughs> yes, correct. That is correct. Um, oh, we got loads there. Pick one of those. Mm. Well, done. good luck with it, Fern. <laughs> I think Fern should just get out there, be yourself. Yeah, let's, let's be honest. Like, it's not. It's not about catching lions, is it? It's about just being yourself, getting yourself out there, picking the right guy. Going for it. Sounds so simple. Mm. Hi, Abby and Pete. Firstly, I love the pod. I can't wait for Tuesdays to roll around so I can laugh my way to work listening to it. My agony, my agony ab is about my beloved husband who I married this year. His concentration and attention span amounts to absolutely zero. He'll put <sighs> things down, then not put them away. He'll forget things from the shop, but my biggest gripe is how much he zones out when he's on his phone. There have been countless times when I've had full conversations with him and I have not heard a single word back. The most recent is when I reeled off a shopping list for things for him to pick up and he responded, yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll wear the dog in a bit. He's obsessed with scrolling through Twitter and Instagram reels and watching football and cricket highlights. Now the ashes are on. I'm essentially single. Uh, how, how the hell do I stop and enter in this other universe he goes into the minute he gets his phone out? It's like a child with their favourite toy. Help me. I think this, has, this is in a lot of relationships, this one. I know. You know what I mean? It's like this phone problem. Is, it's awful. I hated you. It's just, you get you get in a monotonous kind of scrolling situation. And I, and I do think it's becoming a problem with a lot of relationships. And, you know, we're guilty of it, of us, we're guilty of it ourselves sometimes, but, you know, trying to, like, be present. Like, we went to a restaurant the other day and they had no Wi-Fi. And, and it said, leave your... No, there it was says, a picture le- on the wall. It said, no, why, if I leave your phones at the door or something like that. And I thought, what a great concept. It, it actually said, it said, uh, uh, we have no Wi-Fi, you're going to have to talk to each other. I thought it was a good shout. Yeah, I do. Because I, I think it's, you know, something we struggle with in our houses, like, especially with the kids, like, on the iPads and stuff. It's it's awful. It is, you know, it is bad. You know, like, when we were little, we'd, like, play cards, or, like, play Snap or Uno and... You know, the kids are just like that on the phone, aren't the they? The kids, like, you talk to the parents and you find things out and you, you, that's what going for dinner's about, isn't it? And do you remember we, we, we were having lunch that time, we saw those four kind of young girls and they didn't say one word to each other the no. whole meal. And then they got up and left, they just looked at their phones the whole time. Well, you know, doing, it's going to damage how people behave socially, I think. Mm. You know, especially all the kids who are on the iPads all the time. Like, it, it's not a good thing. There's a time and a place, like, there is times where you, like, just, you need you to sit there and just watch something. And, you know, because you've got to do something else. That, you know, it has helped in that, in that regard, but, you know, you can't be doing it kind of all day. No. And I do get it, with, with relationships, it's a killer. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Boring you there, are we? No. Do you want to get your phone out? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, uh... But you are a bit guilty of it. We all are. We all are. I don't want to be. See, yeah, I mean, it's a difficult one. And and I know that kind of men do those out when they're on their phone. 
you know, like if you say something to me, like, uh, oh, can you if, you, if you read a shopping list to me and I didn't look up for my phone, there's no way I'm getting that right. No. When I go to the shops. Men zone out in general to women's voices, I think. What was that? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> I think you have to. There's so much, so much dialogue during the day. You can't, <laughs> can't listen to it all. <laughs> I've only got so much space up there. <laughs> The dialogue is so relentless. Why like, didn't you just go out with a quiet girl then? <laughs> well, why didn't you, know, you go out with a girl who doesn't talk? Well, no, it's not about not talking. It's just it's kind of the relentless talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why didn't you just go with someone no, just, who's quiet? Just someone who's probably more maybe you know. It's not as prolific. stingy with the words. <laughs> you enjoyed today's pod? Yeah. It's quite a different kind of feel, wasn't it? Mm. I feel like I've been. Uh, you know, so it's it's people. it's funny, like you know, looking at all these. Lives people have had: Henry VIII, Madonna, um, David Attenborough, Michael Jordan. They've all had incredible lives, but I genuinely don't think you know if if it actually came down to it. If someone stood in front of me now and said you could actually swap with X, Y, Z, I don't think I'd do it. Mm. I, I, I wouldn't swap, and also I think obviously if, I'd love to look like Margot Robbie, but, but you, I'm so you're happy. Not doing too bad yourself. I'm happy in my what. Well, you're saying you want to look like Margot Robbie. You look pretty okay. Pretty okay. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you'd look stunning. You're not Margot Robbie, but you're all right. No, what I'm saying is you're absolutely beautiful. <laughs> like, people would give, I reckon 99% of the world would give their left arm to look like you. Yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I feel very lucky with my life. I've got the man of my dreams, mm. who I absolutely love. And I've got my four beautiful kids, my dog, my cats. Yeah, and also you know, I think when we, we, you know, our life is is, is enjoyable, right? And we're we're incredibly happy. Life is good, and we're we're we we are happy. So that if you said, "Oh, you actually genuinely would like to swap with someone," it feels like you're being greedy. Like we've had it, we've got a lovely life, and I'm, we're very blessed and fortunate to have that life. But I'm not even talking about like material things. No, neither am I. I'm talking about you know about when love. we were in lockdown, and if you had twenty houses all over the world, or a private jet, or a yacht. You couldn't use any of them. It's about your core group, who you is. And I actually loved it and thought, you know, I could live like this forever. Mm. Yeah. And, that, and, that's and you the thing. felt the same. Yeah. Didn't yeah. You, you know, our, our family, our kids, like, we are very blessed. And, you know, I enjoy coming home, which is, you know, not everyone feels the same way. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Well, that's another therapy clarity done. Um, I want you to leave us comments on our socials, if you don't mind, because I love reading them. They make me laugh so much. Um, you can leave comments on YouTube, reviews on Apple Podcasts, which is, you know, great reading them, isn't it? Yeah. The nice ones. The nice They're all nice. Yeah. Cheers, guys. <laughs>